0: Good afternoon, and thanks for coming to Thanks for Coming. My name is Scott, and as always, I'm your host. Today, we're in another episode of Scott's Thoughts. And I'm re-recording this one because I just didn't feel in it. And right now, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, and I'm in it. So I want to talk about buying a house in 2023. Recently, I had a few friends who were asking about buying a home, some that were actively looking to buy a home, some who were just saying, is it worth it? It's a really tough thing to talk about with people because the concept of owning a home is so difficult for us to really, really fathom. Even myself, like I've mentioned, I live in a four-bedroom, two-bath, about fifteen, sixteen hundred 1,600-square-foot home, and it's, like, really crazy to think that legally I own this home that the state of Arizona and people in the U.S. agree that I own the land and the building. This home is not cheap. This isn't like a little trinket you get at the store. This home, when I originally bought it, was three hundred thirty-two thousand dollars. It's now appreciated to six, eight, hundred thousand dollars. I don't know, but that's a lot of money. I mean, it's crazy. I'm the person who sometimes goes to the store and is like, oh, look, I saved $2 on my ice cream. And then you think about, oh, that's an expensive home. So if you're looking to buy a home or even considering it in 2023, the first thing I would say is why? Why are you even looking to buy a home? Renting is perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with renting. For the most part, as long as you have a good landlord and good situation. But for the most part, it's pretty easy. If you're paying $1,500 a month, usually in an apartment complex, you're getting a gym, a common area, a place to go swimming. There's landscaping. There's just a lot of nice stuff. You don't have to worry about electrical or plumbing. If something breaks, you've got a maintenance guy. If you have questions, you have a whole team there it's fantastic, but you don't own the place. It's not yours. At the end of your lease, what do you have? You have your stuff in your place, but that's it. And a lot of people don't like that, and it doesn't sit well. Now, I totally understand that, but at the same time, sometimes it's nice not having that responsibility. You don't have to worry about, hey, I just accidentally put a hole in the wall because I was moving my luggage and swung it around and boom, there's a hole in the wall. This didn't happen to me personally, but I can see it happening to myself. Then I gotta repair that. That's my responsibility. If the plumbing breaks and poop starts coming up through the shower, I gotta fix and pay for that. By the way, that did happen in this house when it was a vacation rental. I like speaking like this and going into a different voice to do a fourth wall break even though i'm the only one talking the question you really have to ask is why now some people it's we're gonna have a kid we're gonna start a family we're getting married and it's really important for us to have more space we want to host and i think those are great reasons but you have to keep going you have to figure out can we afford it are we ready for this responsibility would renting make our lives a little bit easier would it be more cost-effective Some people say, well, if you don't own a home, you're missing out on the market and the home could go up. Yeah, well, you could own a home and then the entire market crashes. Both of you lose your jobs and you can't afford your payment and you then have to sell your home for a cheaper price and actually lose money. So maybe renting is better. I don't know. There's some people who are like, hey, I've been renting my entire life and I want to start looking at homes. Great start. That is a perfect way to go into it. But think about why. Maybe you want a home because you've lived with roommates your entire life and you're excited for the idea that it will be your kitchen and your bedroom and your stuff and everything great. Maybe you're wanting a home because it's just the right thing to do. You're in your late 20s and you're like, hey, everybody else is doing it. Maybe I should. If you're in these categories, all of these categories, the first thing is, can you afford it? Now, when I say can you afford it, I literally mean do you have enough money for the down payment and the monthly expenses? The down payment can be 3.5% plus closing costs, but as much as 20 to 80% of the home value, however you want to do it. If you're in any of these categories, and I mean any of these, the first thing to ask is how am I going to pay for this home? Can you afford it? Most people get a mortgage. And it's really important that you work with somebody that you can trust, know, to help you get a mortgage. Myself, I've been working with Evan Einhorn over at Modern Home Lending because when I work with him, I know he's going to get the stuff done and he shows me exactly what I or my clients can afford from day one. Now you're wondering, well, how do I even know what I want? Why am I looking at how much I can afford when I just want to look at homes? That's great, but that's going to waste everybody's time. If the bank won't lend you money, why go look at homes? It's like going to a bar and saying, I'm going to get a beer, but you don't have any money. So first you talk with a mortgage person. I say mortgage person because that's just how I refer to them. You talk to a mortgage person and they are going to say, hey, based on how much money you're making, based on how much debt you have. And by debt, we mean a car payment, your rent. If you have student debt, credit card debt, all these factors. And they're going to take that with your credit score. And they're going to say, I found a few banks who will offer you a mortgage and would be happy to give it to you for this amount of money at this interest rate for this many years. And so you start from there. This is very important to start with. If you don't know what you can afford, saying I want a three bedroom, four bath is not going to help you because maybe you can get that, but you might have to be in the middle of the town of Maricopa, an hour away from all your friends. And so you want to start there. The next part is then searching for the homes. This is really the fun meat and potatoes of it. You want to find a realtor that you trust and you want to work with. It's really difficult to find that realtor on that flyer and trust and hope they're going to be the best realtor. A lot of them make you sign agreements that you're going to stay with them. It can get really messy. And when this is a purchase that will be the largest purchase of your entire life, you want to take it seriously. One of the things I do when I work with my clients is I make sure that we are looking for something within their means that fits what they need. I like to show them a lot of homes at first because then I gather what is important. For example, for me, what's really important is a nice big kitchen. I say that as I look at my kitchen and I wish it was bigger, even though I remodeled and made it. But now I know that I need a bigger one. And mark my words, when you all start listening to this every single day, and it's the greatest part of your day, I will get that bigger kitchen. Also, when Cassiel gets her doctorate and she starts making buku bucks, you'll see. So you start to figure out, okay, Scott likes big kitchens. Let's show him homes with bigger kitchens. And you can start to weed out, oh, this one has a really tiny kitchen. It's not even worth looking. Let's say somebody else They're like, I have a dog and it's really important that I have a yard. Well, you might want to change the search result to show lot sizes that are bigger than maybe 30,000 square feet. the reason for that is a 10,000 square foot lot might have a very tiny backyard where it's mostly home and very little backyard. And so you want to make sure they can run around. These are things to think about. When you're working with your realtor, they're going to help you, guide you through this process and make sure you speak with them about everything that you would want. Those are the beginning steps that you should take if you are looking at buying a home in 2023. It's important to start on the right foot. It's important to get out there full and ready. We're going to answer a couple questions that I think a lot of people have like, should I buy? The market is high and interest rates are high. Those all stink. Should I do it? Well, it depends. It depends on why you're buying. If you're buying as an investment, no, now is a horrible time to buy. Unless you believe the market's going to go up, then go for it. If you are having a kid, and you need more space, this is the right time to buy because you're going to have that kid no matter what. And you want to make sure that that kid has a big place to live. So these are things you have to think about. Maybe there isn't a right time. Maybe I will pay a higher interest rate. Maybe the home will be more expensive. But you're not buying it for the investment part. You're buying it because you want to own your own place if you're worried about the market and you're like, I don't want to deal with this and this is too much and Scott, you're scaring me. Why do you keep talking about interest rates? I don't even know what that is. Then maybe rent. Rent a home. There is absolutely nothing wrong with renting a home for two, three years and then going to the next level up home and still renting before you buy. Maybe you say, I'm focusing on my career. And my spouse is also focusing on their career. We have one kid and we want to make sure that we are saving our money and spending our time with our kid and our careers versus worrying about what's going on in the home. That is very responsible and a great way of looking at it. The last thing I'm going to say about buying a home is be patient. Remember, this is the largest purchase of your entire life except if you buy a business or other things and you're like an entrepreneur and whatever, okay? We get it, we get it. Take it slow. Find the right people. Look at all the homes. Remember, there will always be another home. My dad said this to me a few years ago, probably five years ago now when I got my first home. He said there will always be another home. And I looked at him and I was like, yeah, but this home's right here. And it's, it's, why, why would I wait? And he said there will always be another home. Well, there was one or two homes that I bought for vacation rentals, and I did not listen to that advice. And I ended up buying the homes very high. They were not profitable. They were not good. And I ended up struggling to sell them later on and make it work. There's always another home. When you're looking at homes, it can get tiring. You can go look at 100 homes, not find one you love. You could go put in a hundred offers and not get one accepted. Be patient. Don't just take any home because you got accepted. It's just like dating. Just because the girl said yes to you on J-Swipe doesn't mean she's now your Besherit and you have to be with her. You can be picked. It's okay. But it's also exciting when they say yes. So take it. Go through the process. But be patient. If it takes a month and you haven't found anything you like, reevaluate. Do we want to take another month? Do we want to stop? Do we want to maybe up the searches, open our area, whatever it may be, but be patient. It's really important this year, more than I feel in previous years, for us to have a place that we call home. By that, I mean find a place that you are happy to call home. If you are living with people you don't care for, you don't love, not a great situation, move. If you don't like the area you're in, move. If you need more space, you have a reason for getting a home, do it. Take this time to think Am I happy where I'm living? And if not, how do I make it back? For all the people out there who are having great living situations, I am so happy for you. And it is so great to hear that you are having an amazing living situation. I'm going to have a survey on Spotify. And I'm going to ask, are you living on your own, with roommates? Do you own? Do you rent? Please fill it out. I'd love to hear your responses because I'm very curious how people are living. 2023 is going to be a very interesting year. There's a lot of uncertainty with the recession, possibly, with home prices, with just the entire world as we know it. Take this time now at the beginning of the year and say, what do I actually want and where do I want to be at the end of the year? and go for it. And if you have any questions on the home buying process, I'm a click away. I'm happy to answer any questions. Feel free to comment below. I'm not sure where that comment will be, but feel free. And I hope that you find or have and keep the best living situation you have to date, and it only gets better. So as always, thanks for coming.